all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 28th of January. In the top news here in India, the Enforcement Directorate has arrested the Chairman and Managing Director of Divan Housing Finance, Kapil Wadhwan, in connection with its money laundering probe against deceased gangster Iqbal Mirchi and others. They said Wadhwan has been arrested under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act as he was allegedly not cooperating in the investigation. The case relates to Mirchi's Mumbai properties, which have been called as proceeds of crime by the Enforcement Directorate. Three such properties were sold to Sunblink, the company linked to the Wadwan brothers, Kapil and Dheeraj. A panel appointed by the Securities and Exchange Board of India has proposed sweeping changes to strengthen the monitoring and enforcement of norms pertaining to related party transactions. The key recommendation is to tweak the definition of related party and related party transactions and to revise thresholds for classification of such transactions as material. In the auto space, Maruti Suzuki India is said to be increasing prices of select models by up to 10,000 rupees with immediate effect to offset the impact of rising input costs. The price changes vary across models and ranges up to 4.7% and are effective from the 27th of January 2020. The company reports its third quarter earnings, remember, today. In international news, China's coronavirus has led to the deaths of at least 80 people, with confirmed domestic cases jumping to 2,744, according to the latest data from the National Health Commission. Efforts to stop the spread of the disease are increasing, with authorities announcing the extension of the Lunar New Year holiday by three days until Sunday. Aside from the human cost, the economic fallout is also growing. A rush to safety has halted the seven-week rally in emerging markets, while the offshore yuan slid to the weakest level this year. The commodity market is also showing some of the biggest moves as investor concern heightens over the long-term effects of the China outbreak. Crude futures have tumbled to the lowest level in more than three months, with Brent crude dropping to $58.17 a barrel. Not even a fresh attack on the U.S. embassy in Baghdad was enough to curb the sell-off in the commodity. Separately, a U.S. military aircraft yesterday crashed in Afghanistan's Ghazni province, which is largely controlled by the Taliban. A spokesperson for U.S. forces in Afghanistan confirmed the crash, but added that there is no indication that the plane was downed by enemy fire. In the U.S., pressure is rising on Senate Republicans to allow for new witnesses in the impeachment trial of President Donald Trump. Over the weekend, the New York Times reported that a book by former National Security Advisor John Bolton contained a first-hand account of Trump wanting to freeze aid to Ukraine until the country agreed to investigate his political rivals. The president denied the conversation took place and said Bolton appeared to be trying to sell books. In the Senate today, Trump's lawyers will continue their defense.
In international markets, U.S. stocks ended with sharp cuts yesterday. The Dow and the S&P 500 lost 1.6% each, while the Nasdaq declined 1.9%. In the Asia-Pacific region, equities are lower across the board. The Nikkei 225 was losing 0.9% last I checked. But remember, some of those major markets in Asia will remain shut today for the Chinese Lunar New Year. And with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the start of trade? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We're off to weak queues. Uh, the U.S. markets were down significantly in trade. Asia's open week. The SDX Nifty is also indicating a negative outlook. But uh, coming back to our markets, uh, Maruti is the only Nifty company that will report numbers today. Among the other companies, there is Tata Coffee, Team Lease, Mannapuram Finance, M&M Financial, Tirumalai Chemicals, Cummins India, Spandana Spurti, to name a few. In terms of results announced after markets are yesterday, HDFC results were in line with estimates with stable asset quality. The PAT boost was on account of the growth finance takes tail and a lower tax rate. Retail loan growth was steady. The corporate loan growth has picked up slightly. Interglobe Aviation, the results are above estimates. Higher yields, strong passenger growth, higher PLF and lower cost aided the numbers. The capacity in the third quarter was increased by 19.3% versus the guidance of 22%. For the fourth quarter, they expect the capacity to increase to 20%. For FY20, it's been cut from 25% to 20%. And for FY21, the capacity growth is expected to be around 20%. Naveen Florine, revenues up 11%, EBIT up 26%, profit up 18%, strong set of numbers, margins at 25% on lower raw material cost. The specialty business revenues was up 33%, Cram's business was down 5%. Torrent Pharma, while the financials were in line with estimates, the core performance was weak, higher other income and lower tax rate boosted the profits. One-time impact of patent-related settlement and litigation also impacted the numbers, but India and US reported weak set of financials. United Spirits, the margin improvement was there due to lower employee costs and other expenses. The volume recovery was seen in the PNA segment, while the popular volumes remained subdued. Gross margins was under pressure, led by input cost inflation. V2 retail revenues down 10%, profit down 11%, EBITDA down 10%, weak set of numbers. IFL finance strong numbers, NII up 5% and profit up 32%. The loan AUM in the NBFC business was up 11%. Among the stocks to watch, Maruti will increase prices from anywhere between 0% to 5% on select models due to increase in output cost. Adani Gas has clarified that they have not been charged with a 400 crore penalty from the PNGRB. HCL Infosystem says they will scale down the enterprise and consumer distribution business over the next few quarters. Music Broadcast Board has recommended a bonus issue of one share for every four held. Chola Mandalam Investment, the QIP opens at a discount of 2%. La Opala, there was a block deal yesterday in which HDFC Mutual Fund acquired 45 lakh shares. Westbridge Crossover Fund and Jwala Mukhi Investments were the seller. And finally, in brokerages, UBS has upgraded Tata Motors. Uh, and raised the target price to 285 and they've also upgraded Ashok Leyland and raised the target price to 106. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquint.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shila Ditya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 